This is Up for a Chat with your hosts, Cindy O'Meara and Kim Morrison. Here we are, Up for a Chat, about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Cindy O'Meara. And I'm Kim Morrison. This week, oh my gosh, we have two incredible souls, the amazing Callan Krauss and Jake Stone. We are delighted to welcome you two to Up For A Chat. And perhaps in your opening, you could just give us a brief background as to each of you and why the listener needs to know why we wanted you on this show. Give it to us. Okay, Jake. uh, Well, (laughs) so for us, really... This is Callum talking right now, by the way. So really the story begins with, with uh, Jake and I met each other at, uh, at Jiu-Jitsu and it was just another young male that I could sort of, we were both passionate about health, but we didn't really have anyone to bounce that off because it's not very common in the younger generation, like the, just especially males, you know, young males getting into health. Now, now it's getting a little more common, but it sort of wasn't, you know, this was like say six, seven years ago. and um, we met at Jiu-Jitsu and he just goes, have you, have you heard of uh, Paul Check?" And I hadn't. And Czech, Czech's just a holistic health practice, right? But Jake actually battled a, a really heavy back injury. And, and I was actually very passionate about the body work because my father's very into something called Feldenkrais, which is, which is the slogan is really awareness through movement with that. That's, that's sort of the, the, the takeaway from that, which is really that's what we do now, right? Um, but Jake was meant to have his spine fuse and then he goes through the check model which is really just holistic health right which is really just lowering inflammation eating well and really specific body mechanics and body work he sort of opened my eyes up to that and um then i just went real real heavy into that and started researching and youtubing and and i was scaffolding at the time so i was just just uh watching everything on youtube studying as much as i possibly could without even realizing i was studying didn't even think it was going to do as a job and then, and then we just started studying it. Uh, we, we got a place together. We got a garage. We started taking clients out of a garage. And really, that's just grown into a bit of a movement now, really, and a lot of people and a lot of following are behind us and, and inspiring other young men and, and girls to, to really just empower, empower their health. So that's how my journey got into it. Really, Jake inspired me into pushing towards that, and, um, and then we just help each other grow. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, really. <laughs> so. Oh, Jake, Jake, sorry, I was waiting to hear more from you. Oh. <laughs> I just think you're underplaying, my friend. This is an incredible story. Feldenkrais, I studied Feldenkrais back in Melbourne in the late 80s. I cannot believe that you were just saying that. Um, yeah. It's an incredible uh, modality and something that brings great awareness to our movement, our structure and function and the way that we actually move our bodies. But Jake, you moved your body as a professional athlete. And I just think it would be really cool for the listener to understand your background and what led to that back injury. Yeah. So my my background was a professional bodyboarder. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's kind of like... um. It's like what you start off as a kid when you're in the whitewash and you've, you're holding onto those pieces of foam and you're going on the whitewash. But that actually became a professional sport. And, um, yeah, I just put my heart and soul into that um, from, like, when I was about 12 years old till 28, actually. But I had a really long professional career and became, like, two times Australian champion. And I think I, I got third in the world one year or close to that. And, um, 
yeah, I had a really long, really long career and I got to travel the world and see, I feel like I got my education from, from traveling the world and, and learning people's cultures and, and that whole thing. But the, the thing that was happening um, underlying that whole time was a, was a back injury that was kind of progressing through my career. And I always felt like it was there, but uh, one year in Hawaii, I, I went over the falls on a big wave at Pipeline and um, smacked both my knees really bad and hyperextended my spine. And I uh, went into like a scorpion kind of pose and um, I just knew instantly that it was something was really wrong. And um, I spent two years pretty much trying to find like a really long story short. I spent about two years trying to go to osteos, chiros, physios, anyone that could possibly help me because I felt so helpless. And um, mind you, my diet was crap. I grew up on Coca-Cola and fast food, KFC and everything till I was about 18 or 19. So I had no idea of what what good health was so i was told i had to get my spine fused by a couple of different surgeons including one of the the lower back specialists in australia so i was just like no something didn't feel right my, my soul was guiding me towards finding something different and i i found paul check's work i knew of his work and i found a guy in uh, sydney called donald carr who i rang him and it was the first time i had heard someone go oh no that's just a like there's so much we can do before you go get surgery. So I was like, all right, I'm all in. I'm going to move in to Sydney and just um, give it my all. And about two, about two and a half weeks into the stretching program, which is like fixes your imbalances in your body, um, my pain went away and I just turned into one of those like crazy religious people that just like, oh, my God, this works. <laughs> just tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, just like with a Bible running around bashing everyone. <laughs> just like you can heal yourself. Um so that's what that's how I really got into check was through my own pain and suffering, and then um, now I'm just so passionate and Callan is too about just helping everyone. And I don't think there's a better career where, like you guys are the same. Like you get to you get to make money doing something you love, but you also get to help everyone, which is just such a good feeling. Yeah, it was like throwing friends' microwaves out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you know when you first get into health and you just preach it and you're like pretend like you've been doing it for twenty years. <laughs> And really just pushes everyone away, doesn't it? <laughs> so now you, know, now you know you're just going to live it and then everyone else starts coming on board. But as soon yeah. as you start preaching it, it's like telling everyone that they should do it too. It just, it, that, that approach never works, eh? No one likes being told what to do. It's like a funny mm. thing. Mm. Yes, and then by example, we may be able to uh, influence our family and friends. So well done. And, and we do. We become evangelists. Like right now I'm becoming an evangelist about the the terrible lab meets that are out there at the moment because I'm doing all my research on it and I'm thinking, how would anybody think that this is okay? So I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, you guys have lived this for for, for a long time now. And yeah, we're, we're just trying to follow in the footsteps. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I'm still an I'm evangelist. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's it. the issue. So, all right. I, I get Jake, how you became the evangelist or, you know, and I'm, I'm saying that with tongue in cheek, but yes. for Callan, it's, we've, we've been talking a lot about curiosity and change and um, education and things like that. And sometimes we have to be in a, a state of crisis before we make that change. And more often than not, people won't make the change because they, they just don't want to. But what was yeah. the impetus for you, Callan, that uh, got you to be so excited about what Jake was doing? Or was it just the evangelistic attitude that Jake had? It was actually uh, just being competitive, I believe. So my mum's super competitive, actually, in all sports and tennis. She's like still, you know, she's still <laughs> playing. And um, 
like I played pickleball with her the other day and she's talking shit to me on the court and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, it's actually just because it was like an edge to me. I just thought, okay, well, I, I, I trained MMA. So I was, I was doing like cage fighting and jujitsu. And for me, it, it was sort of just like, oh, okay, if I'm eating organic and my opponent's not eating organic, then I'm going to be better. Or if I'm stretching my hip flexors and balancing and he's not, I'm going to be able to beat him. So really it started off as being competitive and just wanting to win. And then it slowly grew into um, just more acts of self-love. And now, now really it's grown into this longevity and, and seeing how well I can live my life doing this. But I guess the, the, what really lit it up, the passion again, is probably my father with the whole Feldenkrais stuff. Like my whole life it was like, from, like, from all I can remember, I remember seeing dad on the ground sort of cracking his bones and moving around and, and sort of teaching me like, or how, like I remember he always said like, how many ways can you sit in a chair? And then we'd talk about how many ways you can do it. Spot, or like would look at people's walking patterns and, and gait analysis. And, and he actually didn't know a lot in terms of anatomy and, and where it is now, but, but he actually he sparked that way of thinking of curiosity. And, um, and then the check stuff, what the check stuff gave me was the assessment. So it's just a golden assessment of like measuring the entire body, length tensions of the entire body. And then that mixed with my curiosity is almost, you start to create almost your own little system and you start to just put two and two together and you start to see the pattern. So it's not, it's not about what, like they, they don't teach you, you give someone this for that. They teach you concepts like Jake's, Jake's injury for people listening. Cause a lot of you probably have this was a spondylolisthesis. So his L5 had slipped on your sacrum, hey? Yes. Yeah, his L5 had slipped on his sacrum. So it's like, a, it's like literally a broken back. And the, the bones of the back is broken. The spinal cord isn't, isn't broken, but the bone's broken. So this, this, the, the vertebrae starts to shear forward and compress the, the spinal column. And if you hear that from someone that hasn't been taught concepts or hasn't been taught biomechanics of the spine, they're obviously going to think you got to fuse it. Like they're going to think it's a broken spine. What are you going to do? But when you actually learn about the anatomy from length tensions and like I literally think about like engineering of the body and then you can start to come up with exercises and stretches that would put that, that part of the spine in a better position and then stabilize around it and then lowers inflammation, so not pushing on the nerves. All that together is what gets people better. And I think that just excited me knowing, oh, it's like the golden ticket. Like I realized all these other modalities weren't really looking into the diet side of things. And this is what I believe, right? Everyone comes and sees us for movement. Everyone comes and sees me for back pain or knee pain. But I still believe that if you change your food, that's the number one way you're going to get out of pain on top of any stretch or what you bring it all together, it's going to be gold. But if you're inflamed, none of the shit works. And what I've actually seen, I'm going a bit off topic here, but what I've seen is I've seen someone that was so tight, right? And you give them every stretch in the world and nothing changes. You give them every foam roll in the world, nothing changes. And then you clean their diet up, watch their inflammation drop and the redness in their skin too. And, you know, from experience, you'll see that they're red, they'll have like red skin. And all of a sudden their range of motion goes through the roof because they're not inflamed anymore. So it's just, that's when you start to see these little patterns and that's not quantifiable in studies, but I don't care because I've seen it a million times in front of me. So it's just like, it, it really empowered you. And I, I guess the answer to your question was me being competitive and, and my father with the Feldenkrais awareness through movement stuff is what it all stems from. Mm. Yeah. I remember um, coming to you because I had hip problems yeah. and you, um, you know, assessed and then I it was to do exercises, which I did. And then um, I went out into nature. Yeah. And and I rang you and I just said, it's all gone. It's just completely disappeared, that, that yeah. hip pain. Like it wasn't chiropractic, wasn't helping it. 
um, I was doing everything with food and and then I did the exercise and it didn't quite go, but it was getting better. And then the minute I went hiking, I think I went hiking for six days on rough ground in Tasmania through snow and ice and rain and, mm-hmm. and rocks. And, and nature also, I find, does something magical. And I, I, it must be that deflaming or maybe it improves the microbiome with all the spore biotics and the soil biotics. But people just don't get that it is the basics that yeah. allow us to get better. And that's what you're doing. You're giving the basics, which is let's get the structure right, let's, you know, strengthen those muscles and tendons, whatever else is around it, mm-hmm. and look at, at food. And you're right. I'm blown away that whenever I change something in my diet, if I, something's not quite working, my flexibility improves <laughs> and I don't do any more stretching. So yeah. I love what you guys are saying. I love what you're standing for. I love that you're young men. Uh, I think I'm trying to remember how I met you, and I don't know whether it was through another young man, TJ Leeming, who's my son-in-law, or whether it was the um, Gentleman's Club. Just Yeah, well, I mean, we invited you on the on the podcast and sort of that was the start of it, wasn't it? But we sort of, yeah, you were coming to the Gentleman's Club, I think, and you were hanging out yeah. at Zalto a bit and we were at the front there. And we just knew of you. I was actually watching your videos right when I got into it, you know, like right when I just started, I was like, what's organic? You know, like, remember, this is also natural to us now. It sounds like it's this obvious, but you still talk to the average person and, and they don't they don't understand. So we're, we're so into it now that it feels so common, but it's, it's not common to the world. And it, it's cool how you said that, like just connecting to your body, how you're connected to your body like that. And I think that's the big point. Like I had a grilled burger, right, about two weeks ago. And my neck felt so tight afterwards. And I know that when I start eating shit, my neck is where I'll feel it. It'll feel tight. And, and there's no stretch that's going to help that, you know? So that's just a connection with the body. But there's so many people listening right now that wouldn't have that same connection or when they wake up the next morning and things sore, they, wouldn't, they won't start thinking, what did I eat the night before? They'll start thinking, oh, what did I do? Or, you know, it's, it's everything. It is everything. And that's, that's, the, that's what the really point we're trying to get across. And I, th- I think the, the big model that I want to take away especially in my life is like I want to teach people how to connect to their body with movement and and food and it's really fun when you combine the two and how you're talking about with your hip and hiking like that's a primal thing you've done that for we've done that for millions of years and a lot of us aren't doing that so you've obviously walked on unlevel surfaces which turns on stability you know whenever you're standing on something unstable that turns on muscles right because it's like a falling reflex so when you're doing when you're doing those hikes that's primal and that's what kept us out of pain for years. So I think that's why it's so cool. Like people just need to move more, you know? Yeah, and ground to the earth too. Like that's just a big battery that just wants to charge you and fill you full of energy. But we just, we don't do that enough. We're not in nature enough. And it's not just having your feet to the ground, but it's also just being around trees and, and, and life, life force energy out in the wild, which, which just lights us up. Yeah, I feel like an energizer bunny, bunny out there. I really do. I'm like... Oh. I jump, sure. jump, jump, and I don't, I can't get enough of it. How, how weird is that feeling? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like just leave me here. Like I've just done uh, how many days did I do? Ten days um, at Lara Pinta in the Northern Territory, and oh, I just didn't want to leave. I just wanted to hang out in the desert and um, feel the the history of the place. You know, it's three hundred million years old, so I get that. Now I have a question around my mindset because that's Kimmy's. Uh, incredible knowledge 
Uh, do you do mindset as well when you're you're helping people? And I see a lot of young people in your gym, or I don't know if you call it a gym, a correction center, a corrective culture. I don't know what you call it, but I see a lot of young people, which gives me hope. Yeah, for sure. I think um, like my my that's my favorite side of the whole thing is is more mindset, but also just getting people out of their mind and not thinking so much. A lot of my clients, um, I've had a lot of younger men, like say in their early 20s or even even below that and you can see there's just a lot of head noise there and I think for me going through the same thing having a lot of head noise understanding that you you aren't your thoughts for one is just such a massive thing we're not taught <laughs> these days and if you go along with who you think you are all the time you're just going to be flown around like a like a leaf in the wind when you really that's the only thing we can really control in this world is our, is our thinking so like Paul said, I think he says, if you've got stinking thinking, you just don't stand a chance. So mindset's such a huge thing and the, and the belief that you can achieve so much in this life is what, just the most important thing I try and teach to my clients because for me, it's been a, a journey of self-belief and into the unknown and, and it's always going to be scary, but that's where the gold lies. Yeah. And Jake, like you can almost feel the yin-yang between us, like um, he's he's done a lot of that that stuff right and i went heavy into like the movement and the just like the physical aspect of it all but i'll get a client come in where i can see they need more of that you know what i mean where that can see it's like oh this isn't going to be movement for this person this person just has no self-belief or you know like someone's kyphotic and rounded that that's an emotional thing too right and you can do all the exercise but they're, they're going to end up back in that position because they want to look small um, sometimes though you can you can hit it that through the exercise you can see how it empowers them and changes their 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 the emotions right I remember my dad used to say to me he's like try and force a smile and try and be unhappy or something like that <laughs> and, and you just start laughing you know so that's sort of that representation of you change your body it does in some sense change the mind which is in I guess you get someone working out and they start looking better they start feeling better um, but that's when I'll sort of call Jake in for those times and like you're know, the last first person because he's he was the one that sort of opened me up to all that side of things, all the Eckhart Tolle and the Alan Watts. And I didn't know of any of that. You know, I didn't know of any of these gurus. Like I didn't know what a guru was. Never heard of that. It was all just TV for me growing up <laughs> and everyone else. It was just, you know, that's the good thing about the internet these days, right? There's, there's pros and cons, but you know, there's YouTube, there's a lot of good stuff on there as, as much as there is bad stuff. And you're not seeing any of that stuff on TV. So that's, it's, it's really gold that I, I guess a lot of those mentors, I've just, come from youtube and and i didn't have i wouldn't say i've had a lot of mental health problems or like i went to um i guess a little pit stop but everyone wants to talk about is like when i was younger it was funny because now we're all health right but i went through a party stage and i got caught with drugs and i got sentenced to two and a half years in um at in prison but i served seven months of that and that was at, at maximum security at woodford in you know locally and even then, mentally, I knew I was going to be all right. You know what I mean? It was like even when I was going in, it was all scared and fearful. I was I can trust my mind. I've always been able to trust my mind and knowing that I'm going to be all right, like no one's going to hassle me too much. And I just had that, always had that like mindset. I don't know where from really, but it just like uh, I always trusted that it's going to be good. And my, I guess that's from my dad because he's a pretty, you know, I've never really seen him unhappy. Um, and yeah, the don't you reckon the, the weird thing is with mindset, like it's really, uh, especially in Australia, I feel, and in, in the Sunshine Coast, it's really hard to 
to step outside the box as as a young male, it was always not cool. And yeah. we've talked about this a few times. It's like we've got to make it cool. <laughs> we've, yeah. got to, we've got to make it cool to be able to just be who the fuck you are and not and not hide yourself from from everyone and not hide your desires and not hide the true self, the true juice that's inside yourself. And that's um, man, I just get lit up when I think of that. And I and that's why I think mindset's just such an important thing to to talk about. Yeah, just having confidence is okay. Yeah, it was yeah, always totally. like never want to be. You never can say you're good at something. You know, people yeah. will try and bring you down, especially especially here in Australia. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just that's that's a bit of that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both singing the words and praises of what we both believe in, but yeah. you know, there's been people before us, beautiful mentors, people like Bruce mm. Lipton with the Biology of Belief, where yes. he looks at um, bringing science together and almost going into a quantum physical realm where we understand that the genes and the DNA do not control our biology. And, and therefore, there's outside influences as well, our lifestyle, the environmental things, things we put into and onto our bodies. You've mentioned one of the most critical thing too, one is food and one is movement. Obviously, third is mindset. When you get the trifecta right, could you give us some examples perhaps of people that have come in maybe a little bit um, negative, Nancy, maybe they didn't believe in it, maybe they were forced to come mm-hmm. to you. Has there been any stories where you've actually just so beautifully blown away by their mind, body, and perhaps even their spirit. Yeah, I would say uh, we just employed a videographer for Corrective Culture, and he was one of my very first clients, like, um, you know, in the first 15 to 20 clients, and he was just a, I would say, just a not very confident kid. Um, He's only 22 now, so I think he was about 19 at the time, but he was just so not confident. I remember we were just having the most beautiful, like, big chats, like really deep, deep stuff, and it's crazy to see how far he came. He had like a bulging, like uh, thoracolumbar kind of um, spine kind of coming out. And we worked on that. We worked on his posture and a lot of tonic stuff. So I saw his body transform. But now three years down the track, like I just cannot believe how proactive and like he's he's amazing. Eh? Yeah, he's like he's a man. He's you know? like, and, and it's crazy. So he's the hero now. Like he's, he's living, he's embodying the hero's journey. And for me, that's just like, just is so cool yeah and i've, I've had a like a, i had a guy that was pretty cool like i've had a, two, two people really i find a lot of the clients they really jump on board and it's so they sort of jump change their whole life you know yeah sure. had a guy that was on three years of painkillers i remember this and he um his daughter actually died so and if we go into the metaphysical and you know, left side of the body but he had a labor problem on his left hip and he was pretty like pretty down he didn't go deep into it but like i had the suicidal sort of vibes of how he just had no quality of life anymore and he was sick of the pain and surgery that's what about surgery and after the first session he got out of pain and never never came back and it was you know what it was for him it was actually getting a ball in his glute because it was externally rotating his femur and levering levering the femur into his labrum super simple right but the system's not taught to look at postural dysfunction so it was clear on the plumb line his left leg was so externally <laughs> rotated and it's funny, I listened to a podcast like a week before talking about it and then yeah. he walks in, you know. Um, <laughs> but that was a big one. And that one, a huge one was I had a little girl. This was a good to, for me to really uh, believe in the work. I had a little girl that she was came in in a wheelchair and um, she, she had a blood clot in her lumbar spine, super past my pay grade at the time, right? But I believe the universe, they send you people for a reason. And... Um, she was actually a cool story. She was my scaffold boss's daughter, right? So I was still scaffolding at the time. 
just like a couple of days on. And he was he was a good boss. So he I worked hard for him. So he let me take days off to to do clients, but still be one leg in, one leg out. So I could still make money with my old job. And since he supported me, and and that's where another thing, like when you work hard, someone, even if you don't like the job, it works out for you. Because he would have sacked me otherwise and said, I'll get someone else. But since he wanted to keep me, he let me do whatever I wanted because he wanted two days of me is better than none, you know? Um, so he his daughter, it was ended up being his daughter. And as at the hospital, and they some people told us she may never walk again. The whole hospital, they did like a big conference call and say, We don't know what's wrong with this girl, because they didn't have a test for it. They don't know. And she was just broken. And when she walked in, um, and there's a video deep on her Instagram, you can see it, but um, she walked in like a real broken girl, like dragging her leg, could could her thoracic rotation, which means like she couldn't turn her ribcage left and right more than about uh, about 20 degrees. It was so limited. And that's what walking is, right? And the the local physios at the hospital, and you got to remember, there's ones at the hospital, they're just sort of getting paid no matter what, right? So it's, the passion's not going to be there as much. And she was like, um, they gave me lunges, and, and she obviously couldn't lunge and trying to give her squats and lunges. And then I asked her, because she had a blood clot, the doctors told her she had thick blood, right? And this is a whole hospital told her she had thick blood. And I was like, thick blood? And I was like, Are you, I was like, do you drink water? And she was like, oh, not really. I probably drink a glass a day or a glass every couple of days. So this young girl wasn't drinking any water, right? No one asked her that question. They just told her she had thick blood. So I just got her drinking water and got her on some like real basic stuff and then real basic movement. And it was actually a Feldenkrais movement, which is so funny because I always rejected Feldenkrais my whole life because my dad was just preaching it, you know? So I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I don't know any of it. But it was actually, there was one Feldenkrais movement that I knew was perfect for her that helps with gait and walking. And then two weeks later, she basically walked in and was about 80% better. And then a couple months later, she was like 100% better. Um, but that was huge for me. That was a huge moment for me knowing, oh, okay, this is, why is no one else asking these questions? You know, why is, why did no one else drink water? You know, and it changed her whole life and it changed her family's life. And they were studying organic and, and that's been a million people now. There's been so many people that the whole, yeah. the whole generation of them changes, their kids change, their friends change, you know, mm. it's like, um. It's cool. It's cool. like wildfire. Yeah, and all the people working out of this gym were old clients that changed their careers, quit their jobs, started studying, and now they're doing well, doing what we do, you know, just so they were so inspired from, from when they worked with us. Can we go back a little bit to Paul Check? I mean, I was working in a physio clinic in New Zealand with the All Blacks physio, and mm. uh, he was in New Zealand at the time. I got to go and listen to him, got to see him do his thing. He was phenomenal. He was a trailblazer of his time. And I remember at that point, I don't know if he still does, but it was very much around using the medicine ball, using your core, and very much around being aware of your body. Has things changed or have, has, has he evolved further from that? Or where yeah. have you taken that information? Yeah, so that's that's the that's what we fully embody, like his his basic work, like his whole structure is what we we started with. He's very much evolved. Um, into metaphysical like he's writing a book at the moment all about the metaphysical and how the soul works and everything like that so and the spirit works so he's definitely like evolved that but he still runs the check he's part owner of the check institute so um so he still runs all that and teaches and all the courses are still all the same yeah so yeah so still all that swiss ball yes yeah, body work stuff core yeah. but just talking about it back then it's talking about gut microbiome like 30 years ago or something you yeah know, i feel like he was so so ahead of his time even with um the the stuff that we learn now with the body and the core like it's still not being taught yeah so. and, and you take those concepts from him and then i just blend in other stuff that i find and 
And it's just the concepts of gold, though. That's what I, I like to take from anyone, like just their, their main concepts. And that's what evolution is, right? Like their whole life's work, you take the four main things and then you grow with that and you, it becomes your life's work and then you harness that and it gets even better and better and better. But um, mm. it's just, um, it, was just, it was just gold, yeah. It's basically real thing is just connecting to your body and owning your shit. And that's what I really resemble as a, I guess, a man is like I really like, it empowers me knowing if I got pain, why what did i do to to get that it's not it's not unlucky right what did i do what choices did i make to to get that pain whether that's emotional pain or pain in my relationships or pain in my body like it's just a pain teacher yeah you don't you don't become a victim of your of your situation you you say how did why did i attract that rather than why did that happen to me yeah <laughs> but the problem with this planet or humanity <laughs> is that they don't want to take responsibility they want to yeah. be lay blame and and two little people think like you think they think that the world owes them that the world is to blame that that person over there is the problem that so how did you um move from that well I don't know if you ever had that where Mm. you didn't take responsibility for who you were but how did you both change from uh not taking responsibility if you didn't to taking responsibility. Callum, do you want to start that one? Yeah, um, literally just through the teachings through so the Czech Institute of um, that, I guess that the pain teacher concept for me was was massive. And that's probably my biggest takeaway from the whole thing that I really want to drill into the world is like the that whole concept of the pain teacher is, is just it's a it's a time to reflect. And it I, I like that because it, it empowered me. So anything that empowers me makes me feel good. So I'm going to be attracted to that. And that's that competitiveness in me, I guess, or something, that sort of masculine energy. But it's like it means I can change it, you know. It's, it, that's what I like. Instead of the guy, you got to go see someone to fix that or see someone to do this. And obviously you got to see people to get education and, and help. But it's still nice knowing like, oh, okay, like why is my shoulder hurting? You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing for my shoulder to hurt? You know, and what choices am I making for this shoulder to hurt, or, or if it's bloating or whatever it is? It was just through that, just just being taught that. But because I did have that almost, we all do, right? Part of us is in us. But I did have that victim sort of mentality. It wasn't strong, but it's still there. You know, it's still those archetypes deep in there. And I guess that's part of my family a little bit, where they'll like deflect it. You know what I mean? Like if I ask my mum. Say if I go to my mum or like you're eating the veggie oil in this pantry, she'll just start saying she's not, but it's still full of veggie oil. You know what I mean? And and that was still in me. Um, but just having a man tell me that, and I guess it was important for um, a, a strong man in that stage of my life because I was obviously doing MMA pretty hardcore at the time. So that was what I was attracted to, all, all that sort of like masculine sort of stuff. So seeing someone like Paul, who's a jacked man, talking about love and the soul, but also lifting weights and still throwing a punch, it was a nice balance I, didn't, I wasn't used to. I, I was only seeing the guru guy that didn't train and was a bit overweight talking about love and spirit but not doing any push-ups. You know, like mm. it, that's, that's what I want to be in myself and that's what we want to be. We want yeah. to be – I don't have to be the guy on the hill praying. I can still be doing my best spiritually to just be sound within myself and my relationships but also look after my body and also make money. You know, it's not like yeah. – you can, you can have it all, you know. You yeah, can have it that's all. That's so true. You can have it all. It's like – there's no rules. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want in life? Yeah. 
I want to talk to you both a little bit. You mentioned it briefly, the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell's work. We all go out on this call to adventure. We go beyond the threshold. We know we can get helpers and mentors that help us through the traverses and the dragons and the slaying of them and all of that. We cross the abyss. I think we then move into transformation. There's treasures. We've got the atonement and then return. We're never the same person. I want to ask you both, who have been your greatest mentors or supporters for you to traverse through the abyss? How have you got through that? Who have been the key people that have supported you both or inspired you both? Yeah, definitely, definitely Paul Check. I know I've mentioned him a lot, but for me, he he absolutely saved my life. Like Callan, I I was going down a a physical journey and it turned into a very mental, emotional journey, dealing with my mum dying and stuff like that. Uh, and then from there, I would say Ram Das was just like, his name is Richard Alpert, who was a Harvard professor. And um, he was, he went and studied uh, Buddhism and did a lot of meditation. And I, I just really, he, he's helped me more than anyone. Like, I, I actually feel him so close to me whenever I need an answer. I, he gives me answers. It's just incredible. So he, he would definitely be at the top. And then I'd say Paul Check very close second for me. Yeah, for me, yeah, obviously Paul. That that's that started it all for me, right? Um, and just giving me the Paul opened up the eyes to all these other people too, like look into all these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my like craft and work, like we have a Susie Neville. We have a she's a physio in Auckland actually. She's one of our mentors, and she really helped for me the with the body stuff. Like it's all very confusing, right? And mm-hmm. I, we've done a lot of mentorships and learnt a lot of stuff from different people, but she really helped polish it. Yeah. for me in teaching the concepts of the anatomy she really helped clean up my anatomy that really boosted my confidence with what i'm giving someone instead of just random stuff um to a level that I, i'm not used to that's very hard to find so i'd say um paul for sure for just initiating it and then Susie neville for um just helping give me confidence in my craft to yeah. know that we're good you know and i, and I feel like we we, we we have to mention you cindy because without you that oh, meeting yeah. we had with you like our life has just changed so dramatically with your helping hand from, from you know, the first time we sat down and had that meeting and you helped us create our products. And, yeah, we're yeah, so grateful. Like, like you're, yeah, you're right up there. <laughs> yeah, without that, like you got to think about this, right? Without that, our life's completely changed. You know what I mean? It's given us freedom. Like we're going to travel the world and, and teach this stuff. And now we have a passive income to be able to do that, which is insane you know yeah, what i mean it's, it's like we're, it's our dream life like, yeah it's we're living the dream life and there's like there's no going back and the funny thing is we were like man we just need someone to come at yeah, us we're, we're asking the universe asking for the it. universe <laughs> for it and then like legit within, and it all this always happens right? yeah always within like a week within or two. a week you you sent me a message i was like oh this is it, <laughs> <laughs> this is it. well you uh, manifested that's what you did you manifested you asked the universe you let it go for the right person to come to you and i'd been thinking about it for quite a of mm. quite a few weeks because I did your program mm. and then purchased other products that you recommended and I just I thought why are these guys selling somebody else's product yeah. they're selling yeah. their own so yeah it was yeah. I was um I was so happy that I didn't know whether you'd be open to it and then oh. boom you oh, guys yeah. were so you manifested me to come along just like I manifest people to come into my life or yeah. you know, Kim Morrison came into my life because I lost my sister yeah. And she just entered in stage right, my sister, stage left, Kim Morrison. <laughs> yeah. God, I couldn't think of anyone better. <laughs> oh, can I can I just add something really <laughs> freaky here? Yeah. Susie Neville, I worked with in the All Blacks oh. Physio Clinic. No oh, way. No way. What? 
I know Susie. Her and I used to hang out. She is amazing, oh, unbelievable. Crazy. Oh, yeah, I so love her. I just want you to know that there is wild, there's no six degrees of separation. Yeah, there? yeah. how tricky is that? <laughs> me, me and Callan see her like every two weeks. We do a mentorship call, call yeah. each with her. Like, she, we love her. She's helped us so much. Well, you're yeah. going to have to say hello from me now. Oh, yeah, we she were. did it. She, she flew here and did a workshop a couple months ago. Oh, we should have. We should have. Yeah, yeah, told you. Up. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, looking at you guys and the help that Cindy's given you to take your level, your business to another level. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, young people, are really enthusiastic about their businesses, what their passion is, how they want to share their story. But I just want to congratulate you both because you both come from not a making money necessarily profitability, which is a very important part of business, but the heart, the essence of what you do. But there's strategy around what you're doing. So mm. I'd just love you to tell us a little bit about your business model and exactly what yeah. the products and programs are that you offer so that anyone listening can reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess our main thing, obviously, that Cindy helps with is the parasite cleanse. And just so you know, for that, that was just a PDF that we didn't even plan on selling. Someone was working with us like, just chuck it up in the store because it was for our clients. Because we just know that in the check system, parasites are a big thing. Um, and the world will find out about that probably in the next 10 years. And as Cindy knows, like, God, the amount of worms and, and tapeworms and liver flukes people send us every day is insane, you know? Mm. Um, so that that just all real organically grew. Like, we still haven't done one paid ad. We're actually going to about to do that now. Yeah. Um, so the parasite cleanse for us really is, yeah, it helps clean parasites out, but I think a lot of the other parasite cleanses out there, they're just focusing on the products and the products are just such a small part of it, right? Cause they'll, they'll, you'll shit out worms, but then they'll just be back there. So I think with ours, it's so huge because really it's just cleaning up someone's diet, lowering inflammation. So I put every client on it because I know that really they're eating clean for the first time in probably a long time, no veggie oils, no ex- excess sugar, just no shit for four weeks. And not a lot of people have done that, you know, not even no, like no coffee for four weeks. Like, you know, I'm, I'm fine with coffee, but I know when it's time to have a break sometimes too. Like I think if you have a headache without it, that means something. It's time to have a rest once in a while, nothing every day except water. And um, so the parasite cleanse, and then we have a, we have an online posture program, which is basically for back pain and postural correction. So we get people, someone wrote in recently that like long-term back pain it got rid of and neck pain and um, this is what, like, that guy with a hip issue, if he just did this online program, it would have sorted that too. But um, that's basically that online posture program is we always focus, and this is a concept for anyone listening to balance your body. So I think that, that the world will take on it, will grow in. We always start with hydrating the tissue, with tissue work, which is a massage, right? And how good does massage feel? But it's really nice when you know how to give it to yourself. And when you know how to do the entire body with little balls and tools and you got all the tools at home, you got it for the rest of your life, that's a really empowering thing, Right. And some people, you'll find a release that just changes your whole way your hip feels, or your shoulder feels, or whatever it is. And then we do specific stretching, very specific. That would you don't get too too stretchy, right? You don't get too um, too tight either. So in the certain spots, more so to throughout the pelvis and forward shoulders and the basic looks. And then it's long time and attention stability exercise, and that's a big missing link too, right? Say you get someone wants strong glutes, it's not all about just having a big bum and doing squats. It's about long time and attention static type one fiber which is endurance postural fiber to stabilize your body because that's what standing is all day long that's what most tribes that's what most primal living is right that's what cindy walking through long through the bush that's all long time and attention stuff that's not her pumping out 100 squats you know what i mean so that's what really stabilizes joints and that's what gives you the endurance to hold that form all day long so you don't have to think about stand tall with your shoulders back 
they'll naturally be there because you've trained that in for a long endurance time, not, you know, three sets of six or whatever. Um, and it, it's hard work. Let me tell you, for people listening, if you're going to do that, it's, it's not easy, but, it, but nothing good is, right? And, and, it, and it works really well. So, and we also have other products like we've got the vitamin C. We've got stuff that we just... Yeah, gelatin. Gelatin, cacao. cacao. And the, big, the most exciting thing is our, our new products that are nearly coming out soon, which is going to be called King and Queen. Yeah. I remember I spoke to you about Cindy a while ago. Yeah, real pumped for that. It's, it's actually testicles and liver and um, some activated pumpkin seed for the magnesium and zinc for the men and then uh, uterine, uteral tissue and, yeah. um, and liver. liver. Pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds for yeah. the females. But just because I don't think we're getting enough of those sex organs in our diet and we're going this just off anecdotal is that your, well, your story, man, when you had the testicles that time, tell them yeah. that story. Yeah, so I had the testicles just to try it out, and um, I just woke up with erections like all night. Like, I couldn't sleep. And, and then I was, like, I was like, maybe I've taken too much. Yeah, and how's this? I gave it to my friend, right? I gave my friend, and he's, I guess he was a little flat for a while, and he had two wet dreams two nights in a row. So if that's not a signal from the body, tell me what is, you know, of yeah. fertility. But also, it's been used in like, um, yeah, Native Americans used to give bovine testicles to young men who couldn't have children. And it would and it would fix it. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And I was like, okay, we don't need too much of that in in every day. But if we can add a little bit, and also testosterone is so low in young males these days, um, just because it's getting worse and worse. So I thought that's such a good offer to the world. Yeah, we just and back it. We just yeah. believe that. So we'll just be cool. So like steroids what, for people. You know what's <laughs> interesting is that we used to give pancreas, and it was peak pancreas to type one diabetics and. Back well, in the 50s, before it was synthesized, because it had the insulin in it in order for those those diabetics, they couldn't produce their own. So yeah. it, mm. this you're just saying what we've actually known forever and ever. And yeah. as we see in native wisdom, we have that. It's just yeah. that what's happened is that pharmaceuticals have taken over from natural foods, and food has everything in it. It's just that we have to find it with, you know, within that food. And so that's what you guys are doing. And that's what I'm really excited about. You know, it took us a while to source the good stuff, but we've sourced the good stuff. <laughs> how good is that? Yeah, Paul did a study or he talks about a study, sorry, about how if you take if you take heart, the the enzymes and the minerals and everything go to your heart. So whatever organ you eat goes mm. to that organ to heal it. <laughs> which is like yeah. pretty tricky. And, and like <laughs> collagen, they watch with collagen and gelatin. It goes straight to the connective tissue and joints and, and the knees and stuff like that. So yeah. it makes sense. It's the like-for-like like yeah. principle, right? It's a similar amino acid profile. So you can even break it down from a science perspective. Like it, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. It does, but common sense isn't common anymore. And that's what you boys are doing is that you are creating common sense around healing, around health, mm. around masculinity and I, I just want to take my hat off to you too I hear your name everywhere I was in at our local organic store in Britannia and this young man says to me are you Cindy and I said yeah and he goes I know you through the corrective culture boys <laughs> and I'm doing Paul check and I went and he was just a young man and I just went well done congratulations so <laughs> I just you know you are creating a a ripple that will create a tsunami uh, and that's what we need in our young men at the moment I think they're floundering really badly yeah, and they yeah. need role models like you too in order to 
um, make changes in their life. And I would send anybody to you, and I do send people to you all the time, especially young men. There was this young man, I don't know if he's come to you, but with really bad chronic fatigue. So I sent him to Kirsty, of course, because his gut was a mess. And then I sent him to you as well because I thought, between you guys and cultured wellness and corrective culture, yeah. I felt that he she he was in really good hands because he was at the end of his tether and his parents were really concerned about him. So it's, mm. I'm so happy that you two are around that I can send people to, um, you know, yeah. that's what we Thank need. You. Isn't that right, Kimmy? Such a massive compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Well, I just I just think I agree with Cindy wholeheartedly, but nothing comes handed to us on a plate. You guys have really worked hard for this and you've also learned a lot. What yeah. I'd love to know is if someone's listening to this at home, they've maybe got a back niggle, a shoulder niggle, maybe they get headaches, these little whispers, these little things that the body's saying to them. What would be your recommendation if they've got any little whispers? Is there anything they can do before they come to you or is it best that they get a full assessment oh, yeah, with like someone water, like you? Like just water, like, and those whispers are there for a reason, like start with good water and then start switching your food to organic. It's only called organic because, you know, everything's sprayed these days, but we used to eat organic before pretty much 1940. So I would just say switch to an organic diet, shop at your local farmers, look into the soil and have good water. That's the hugest thing. Yeah, and I'd say um, a really golden thing that, again, I was talking about before is, is hydrating the tissue and the fascia of, of the muscle. Like we're all used to thinking trigger points are normal, right? But when I first when I got into this tissue stuff, it's like I would spend almost three hours a day on myself for the first couple of weeks and you actually can get rid of all these little trigger points. Yeah. And they, they do go away and a lot of them don't come back. But we're all used to thinking they're just normal and they're not normal, they're just common, right? Because mm. we live in a Western world. So it's like if you're sitting, if you're like right now we're all sitting, our hip flex has been shortened for like the last 40 minutes, whatever. That needs to be counted, you know, because mm. in, in nature that's not there. We're walking and you're going through a hip extension, you're stretching that and you're sprinting and rah, rah, rah. So a hip flexor stretch comes into play for sure. You, you'd be surprised how much a hip flexor stretch can decompress someone's lower back, yeah. lower back pain, right? Or, you know, if the hip flexors are tight, it pulls the pelvis forward and it makes the rib cage flare and then you can get shoulder issues. There's so many little things. Mm. But I think knowing how to hydrate your own tissue with a ball is, is, is absolute gold from lymphatic flow as well. Not just thinking about muscle feeling pain, but lymphatics and, and moving flow through the body like, like, we're, like we're a plumber. So that's where our online program, the whole start of that teaches all that. And yeah. I actually don't know, I wouldn't know where else to yeah, I don't know teach you, that. Like yeah. I don't think there's anywhere like, mm. that I know of anyway where the, it's all videos on how to release pretty well your whole body. Um, and a cool story is we had a girl with a, a swollen hand. She wrote in, did an online program, never met her, but she had a swollen hand for two years. And she said she did all these tests and saw these therapists. And she goes, you know, in the online program, she goes, this went away. And I don't know why it went away, right? But I know that it was the tissue work that did it. But the cool thing was there was no one part of that program that actually did the arm. And there is tissue work for the arm, but we just didn't prioritize it. So it means there was a blockage somewhere in her thorax or the rest of her body that was causing a pooling at the hand that then it took that away from lymphatic flow. So I think that's not, people don't think about like that. I think all these muscles and that it's all like separate things, but we forget that it's a living wet organism. And when you massage it, it wets it. So it slides and glides on the fascia and the bone and the tissue all moves well and is healthy. And the older you get, if you go look at the science of it, the older you get, the drier you get. And there's a cool story of this girl, this French lady, I think she was a hundred and they asked her why she could move so well. And she's, 
she had a wine bottle, she drank wine, she had a wine bottle under a bed that she rolled out on every night and it keeps your tissue young and it stops you from drying out and losing mobility as you age because eventually, you know, you see an old person, eventually they're not rotating to the rib cage, they start waddling. That's all dry tissue. If you, if, if you keep that wet with, with tissue work and then you just do a bit of motion, whatever that may be, you can uh, live long without pain for a long, long time. Mm. And that's why I just believe in, in the foam rolling side of things so much because I've seen it and for my own body, it's just, it's just you feel so good afterwards, you know? Yeah, and we learnt, we learnt, so we learned from a few people, but Ian O'Dwyer was one of the main guys who showed us and taught us the concepts around fascia. He was, yeah, he was amazing with it as well. So he's got some cool stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking Cindy was going to jump in there, but what oh, I'd like to know. <laughs> I was writing down Ian O'Dwyer's name. And I know, so, so, so. Um, yeah. just, a, just a very quick thing on the parasite cleanse, if you don't mind me asking. Can you tell us what's involved in that? Because some people, the thought of sending you a photo of their poo with the parasite <laughs> in it may have just turned them off. So let's just talk a little uh, bit more about the parasite cleanse. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. It, it's basically oregano oil and antiparasitic herbs, all the basic antiparasitic herbs you take. Um, while also, and then you have the charcoal and the clay and the binders to help the detox process of it. But from a diet perspective, it's like a, it's like an anti-candida diet, right? It's, 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 it's no sugar, but more than that, right? There's, there's no veggie oils, no nuts or seeds, no grains, um, which I think is nice just for people that don't know you know, if they can handle it or not, it gives them that little, almost like a food intolerance test without even realizing. Cause when they bring this stuff back after four weeks, they figure out if they can handle it or not. And it, so you're cutting out all the, all the below ground veggies, except the basics like garlic and turmeric and stuff. So no sweet potato, um, no beetroot, but you can have pumpkin, which is above ground and antiparasitic. Um, no grains, no nuts or seeds, no fruit. You can have fermented fruit though, cause it's got no sugar in it. Right. But if you're willing to ferment, um, and and no coffee because I think caffeine, and I know there's so much good science in how good coffee is, right? And I still believe it's good. We still like it. But again, if you really connect to your body sometimes, like, you know, when you're sick and you don't want a coffee, that says something to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm basically addicted to coffee, but I'm sick. My body's like, nah, not today, you know? And it's like, if again, if you get a headache without it, I think it's nice to have a break off coffee once in a while and just see how calm you actually can, can feel because it does change people without realizing. It does change their thoughts. and and it's nice to have a break and then bring it back in and just be in control of it. Otherwise, it's just another addiction. Um, Coffee is one of the most sprayed things as well. Like either it gets sprayed when they grow it, but it also gets sprayed when they bring it into Australia as well. So it needs to be certified organic if you if you can. Yeah, and like you know, um, obviously changing habits have the amazing coffee. We got yeah, we have the coffee, and it's like it, people. Most people aren't doing that though. Most people go into the cafe and get coffee. And yeah. how often do they get an organic coffee? I don't even know one does right. Mm. So these little things, it's like... Yeah, it eliminates everything bad, hey. Yeah, it's like all a reset. that shit. So it's a reset. And for me, like the biggest thing I notice is like your, your emotional eating patterns. Like you can't just go and get that chocolate out of the fridge or that, that treat that you've made out of the fridge unless it's a healthy one. Yeah. Because, and then you've got to sit there and be like, fuck, why, why do I really need this? And you know what's cool? Because you've got all these men like, like me, young men that, yeah. that all of a sudden are sitting there baking cacao treats and shit that they're never going to do. Because they got to eat something and they want to eat that, so they're all of a sudden learning how to bake and cook. So everyone's mm. cooking game steps up. Yeah. You definitely level up, and you feel like by the end of it, you feel like you're just a bit of um, 
I don't know. You know how take you... responsibility for your life, eh? That's yeah. why it's so massive. It's like when you do all these things of self-love, it like gives you confidence and it's like you mm. walk around with it almost. It's, it's weird. Uh, it's like it's unexpected. When we did it, it was just a parasite plants, but mm. it grew into something a lot bigger than that. Yeah. And we've had some people, here's a cool story. Um, this chick from South Africa, she had, uh, she, she was told they thought she was going to get cancer next, but her health was really depleting. Her energy was gone, chronic fatigue. Um, and they found holes all through her liver through the doctor's. And this was two years of this in South Africa, right? And her and her partner wrote in and they go, we both did the cleanse and thousands of liver flukes came out of them and we Googled the top symptom and it's lesions on the liver. So they're like, they were healed on the spot. And this is one of those things that they probably were gone forever and never would have found that, you know? Um, So many people have them and it blew my mind. And we were taught in the Czech stuff that a lot of people did, but I was still a little skeptical, to to be honest, until we started releasing the cleanse and I saw my clients like, tapeworms my friend did it the other day and bulk worms came out of him you know and he had the symptoms to him too but like grinding the teeth at night and the flaky hair and, and all those little um bloating and things like that it's it's just no one knows about it and it's just i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why but cindy would know all about it you know it has has for a long time yeah I just remember when um, we first did, I did my first cleanse ever, that which was all about worms, and it was a guy by the name of Bertha Jensen. And yep. when he was in his 80s, he came to Australia and had a week-long conference with um, professionals, and I was a nutritionist by then. And he was he was with psyllium and bentonite. That's what he did it with and with um, parasitic herds. Mm. But he, and his was a fast. There was no eating. It was just water. Wow. wow. So, People have known about this. It's just it's suppressed. And and I heard somebody say, oh, yeah, oh, that's right, their daughter had um, uh, worms. And so they went straight to the chemist and got Combantrum and yeah. gave them that. And, they, and I said, well, you're not thinking, you know, yeah. what, you know what that's wiping out. We want to be making sure we're changing the environment, doing things like that. So, you know, I had a chat to them at it's not in the psyche and with you guys out there you are creating more of a psyche around it and you know and that's what we need we want to make now, it worldwide <laughs> people will want to do this after you've been talking about all the worms that will come out <laughs> of them yeah. and how good they'll feel so yeah. how do they find you um well our instagram's corrective culture so yeah corrective culture we got all our contents on that and obviously our website with all the cleanse and on that there's a write-up of that correctiveculture.com just correctiveculture.com yeah um, and we have a podcast, Corrective Culture Podcast. Cindy's been on it. Kim has been on it. So you guys can listen to those two episodes. Yeah. They're really cool, actually. You've got to do another one soon. Yep. A YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Oh, my God. That, we've got to come out to your farm and do a YouTube. Oh, my like God. Whole, that's what we'll do. YouTube that's thing. what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. We've so got to do So that. we just decided we're going to go hard on YouTube. So now we're doing vlogs. We've done a couple. We just released them this week. Um, but we asked what we're going to do. We've got to come out to the farm and, and do a like a real cool one. That'd be sick. You know you're always welcome. Yeah. Yes. That'd, that'd be, be so sick. good. Well, I also want to add in that I had the privilege of interviewing you two on the Self Love Podcast two weeks ago. Both used a little bit here in this podcast, which I absolutely love. (laughs) To hear young men talking about self love is just music to my ears. But that was show forty seven on the Self Love Podcast. For anyone interested, but but, oh my gosh, we need more. And I just want to say on behalf of Cindy and I, how much. We love having you guys out there as role models, people that we can send younger people to, but also people in our age group are really benefiting from your work. So I would love to just say on behalf of us, congratulations, huge kudos, and just want you both to know how much we adore you. Thank you, Thank you so very much. much. Yeah, we love, means, means Thank so much. you. Love.
so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's like it's like mother energy. It's nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> people people leading the way. Like we we don't have a lot of mentors, especially in Australia, that that are really living and breathing it. And um, yeah, with that, we aspire to be just like you guys. So. Oh, well, good you too. Good we'll, we'll take you. you on as our sons. Yes, we will. <laughs> and thank you for your time. It's just wonderful. Yeah, thank uh, awesome. you so much, guys. Uh, thanks, Eve. That was awesome chat. Yes. Time for a quick break on Up for a Chat to share our favourite products. One of the most powerful things you can do to connect in with your body is to boost it every single day with a beautiful massage. And one of the things I highly recommend and I've been teaching for over three decades is the Body Boost Ritual. This amazing, incredible daily ritual supports you to connect into your body, to become aware of your body so that you can be conscious of the whispers, so that you too can take care of yourself and go to the right people, the right therapies and use the right modalities exactly what your body needs so the body boost is available at 28.com just in the search button put body boost and there is a whole range of different flavors and beautiful video i'm not naked but you'll see a video in there of me teaching you how to do that on a daily basis it's a game changer changing habits has a new probiotic it's an organic probiotic and it's a three-in-one biotic blend including probiotics, prebiotics, and postbiotics. We have a mix of lactobacillus, saccharomyces, bifidus, uh, and our carrier is inulin from artichokes. So these not only can be taken um, in water, but it can also be used to ferment your foods. So you can ferment all your juices. I make apple cider, not vinegar. If you go too far, it's vinegar, but I make apple ciders, I make all sorts of different juices and then um, pull the juice out of it by fermenting it with these probiotics. You can also uh, do it with coconut water, coconut cream, and you can do it with fruit as well to take the sugar out of the fruit. So that's from changinghabits.com.au. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.